0: You're listening to Hayes Radio Network, Cannabis Lifestyle Radio. Man, you know what it is? I get up in the morning and I'm like, fuck, we got to come into the office, got to do a show. But it's always cool when it's somebody that I actually, like, interested in wanting to mm-hmm, to meet. Yeah. Right, Beast? Oh, yeah. And uh, it's always cool when it's a mover and shaker, right? Absolutely. Someone that we think is, like, doing some cool shit in the industry yeah. and was worth cruising down, right? Mm-hmm, absolutely. Watched him um,
1: on Instagram, loved the videos. Loved the
0: videos, right? And uh, the word itself, right, catalyst. You know how i am about manifesting mm-hmm. <clears throat> you know how i am about all that shit, right absolutely and it was draw i was drawn you know and we got uh we got a, re- a great guy here elliot lewis founder of a uh, catalyst which before i want to get into catalyst i actually want to like i always like to kind of take everybody in the rewind and go Bruh! And before you did anything with cannabis, smoked cannabis, this had it as a business. What'd you do? Like at job, what, first at, job. At what age? Yeah, first job.
1: Well, I mean, look, I when I was going to school, we did a lot of stuff. You know, we we made I could I probably the statute of limitations are gone these. We made fake IDs. We ran a book. <laughs> we, I was a bookmaker. Uh, you know, we sold a little weed. And then, you know, at some point in my life, I was like, yo, I should try to grow pro in some shit. So uh, I tried bowling and poker. Bowling wasn't going to be a thing. So I played poker for a little while, Uh, you know, and then so I did that. Um, And then, uh, you know, I I was in cannabis, you know, early on in in the late 90s. We got away from it. And then, uh, you know, entered real estate in about 2004, uh, went busted uh, during uh, the time. Basically, everybody went busted. And then, you know, put... Uh, A little bit of money together we started flipping houses again so that went pretty good from like 08 to 13 and then my buddies from Berkeley they just kept growing Uh, so they were hitting me up and uh, you know by then it was getting you know 215 was pretty strong legal uh, defense so uh, we got back into it we started growing we were having some fun Um, and then you know I just kept meeting more and more people uh, you know doing bigger grows Uh, we went from indoor to doing hoop houses up north and stuff and then in 2016. So, so
0: hold on one second. Would explain what a hoop house. That
1: was that was that was yeah. real quick.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But plus we got we got millennial here, so we got to like break them in on some of the non Gen X. <laughs>
1: yeah. So so it's basically you know they call it light deprivation, right? But it was like really low tech light deprivation. But that way you could get two harvests in the season. So you basically trick the plant into thinking it's fall by covering up a hoop house. So we had these hoop houses that were you know they're little hoops. They were twenty. I know they were like what were they, twenty five by a hundred I wanna say. And in
0: essence, when you're outdoor growing, the purpose of doing it is so you could trick the light so you could have an extra crop that year. Is it uh. more than is it more than one crop a year if you do it or can you get two? In a year, hypothetically,
1: we would get two. We pushed for three a couple of times, but the third wow. one was always duffy as shit. And the, or if you went early, okay. it didn't work. Okay, okay. So uh, say you two- mean
0: you mean not thick. Like they weren't thick nugs. They were kind of just really light and fucking fluffy, no weight, but like looked like you had a gigantic bag of weed. <laughs> <Right>? Yeah, exactly.
1: <laughs> so, so at our peak, we had five properties. Oh, there was four of us back then and each one had 10 hoop houses. So you would run them in like a sequence where you'd have three that you'd harvest, then another three. Okay, sure. When you had five of them going, you were getting a lot of fucking weed. Oh yeah, for and sure. And, and then what
0: about making a bubble hash and things like that from the uh, sugar leaf and things? Were you really into that at all or now?
1: No, that's above my pay grade. And if sure. I'm if I'm being sure. forthcoming, I've never been sure. a, a good grower. I've been more of the guy that, uh, you know, kind of put the, the, the pieces together. Sure. You know, we did run some of it back then, but really those products, you know, Kind of made a, a rise, a little bit later. You know, we, we 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 did sell some of the trim off, and then one of the guys had a lab. It was real basic stuff. Now, you know, I even joke like butter, batter, shatter. I, I was fucking diamonds. <laughs> like sure, it's starting sure. to get over my head a little bit, right?
0: But in in a way, because we are you know Gen X, and went through THC and bud. I mean, I remember Mexican with the fucking seeds. Brickweed, shit like that, stuff that like kids, like these young kids, like who live in Cali and grow in this like world, like have no fucking clue what we fucking smoked. I I, I smoked the fuck out of that brickweed back in the day. (laughs) So
1: so, and and, and like that's why you, it's it's become so many different grades on on the high end, and that weed doesn't even exist today. Sure. Um, you know, used to come with the brick, you pulled apart, had seeds and everything. So and it
0: was like five percent. 7% Seven percent THC <laughs> all the, all the, the, and, and ammonia and everything yeah. sprayed on it, right? And then you go and you go through all the stages of when we saw hash oil when it first came out. Only it was like a dark or this right. or certain things. And then legalization happens, right? And labs happen and technology and the evolution of what has happened to what was in the Sixties just bud and hash, right and maybe some hash oil and What's very upsetting to me is because of the oil revolution and I do understand like packaging and putting it in pens and this and everything else What happened to all the early remember the prop days how many you'd walk into a dispensary and there'd be 200 types of hashes, right? now you walk into a fucking every dispensary in california and where do you even find straight hash except if it was like axiom shout out to our boys you know who's stuffing with some bomb ass fucking weed uh and you know a few guys that are like you know trying to bring it back you know but isn't it sad that that's not like a big part of the menu anymore
1: it's rare and you know i lived a year and a half of my life in spain and that was you know if you got weed you were super pumped and you know they would smoke it with tobacco which was weird uh but you know hash is all they had because we were near morocco um and you know now you, you gotta get by based on what's selling right and give the customers what they want so it's it, it's just a product you know that is a very very small percent of was actually uh selling you know i can't say that i'm sad or happy i'm primarily a flower guy myself but you know that's it. it definitely isn't something that uh is a big mover yeah
0: yeah sure sure and because of the generations changing but what isn't it crazy though from what we started from and to see how many products there are now
1: yeah it's crazy and how
0: much cannabis has changed (laughs)
1: like i said you know the uh you know we got we have like one gatekeeper in her 30s and then the other Five purchasers are all twenty-four and under, right? So, oh, wow, and it, it's kind of part of the way we've, we've wow, we built our team off of, uh, wow, uh, off of Moneyball, and and they really keep track of, you know, which bougie are new and new sure. and are able to sure, differentiate. Sure. And then wow, it, and 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 I've been in a bunch of labs, and you know, I'm always impressed with the tech behind them, but, um, you know, as it gets into these different categories, it's it is a little esoteric to me. Of sure, honest, sure, you know.
0: mm. for me, it's a passion. Right, every. Thing of it, the crosses, the genetics. Like, I grew up watching, seeing all those changes. And then, shout out to Eddie Lepp, rest in peace, and Jack and Neville, you know, Neville's Hayes and all these guys that were the rebels who brought those genetics to the United States.
1: No, hell yeah. And, yeah. and
0: kept them through Cali. Some strong shit that even to this day, everyone fucking. Has relabeled fifty times over, but it is what it is. <laughs> there's, there's
1: still there's still some OG genetics uh, I miss that are around. shit. Yeah.
0: I miss that shit. Do you remember the first time you got high? Yes, I do. Yeah, I do. Well, would tell me about it.
1: Uh, I I think I was going from seventh to eighth grade, and the eighth graders going into ninth grade were smoking weed uh, on the beach, right? I, I think they were smoking out of one of those toilet paper rolls where you put tinfoil and shit on it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so I was, like, with a crew of about maybe 15 of mine, and then they asked us to come over, and I, I didn't even think about it. I just said yes. You know, sure. that's always kind of the way I live my life. <laughs> uh, you know, I'm not sure how high I got the first time. It I probably took me, like, a bong rip to get for real high, but I probably got a little high. And uh, there was three of us that just were like, "Let's go, right?" Yeah. Uh, and uh, that was the that was the first time you had a, it was like a double ended, uh, toilet paper roll with the the tin foil. You had to put your hand on one side, Sure, suck sure, sure, it sure. on the other side. So that was the first time down. That's at,
0: fucking great,
1: Alameda Bay. It was probably about uh, you and know probably the Mexican
0: text. brick weed back then.
1: I didn't even know what no, I was. Yeah, no, uh, yeah. I didn't even know what I was smoking. No shit. But they but they definitely it it, it back then it was interesting too because. You know, there was BC coming from Columbia. There oh was, yeah, there was obviously the weed from Humble, but that was sure. all just put into like kind, chronic, uh, you know, good yeah, weed. Sure, and then, and then you they had, didn't
0: have the strains. It was a yo,
1: some chronic. Right, that was that's it, right? Is, you know, and then yeah, that's a good shit right there. And then you had the brick weed, so like that <laughs> yeah. was the differentiator. So, so it's amazing to see now oh, that
0: had seeds or not seeds. <laughs> right. like, that was the definition.
1: I bong ripped uh, some cess Where probably today I'd be like, they called it sss or brickweed. Sure. Uh, and it was weird they called it sss because technically that means no seeds. I don't know why they called it cess. Stress cess, all that, right? Sure. But, stress. I remember uh, that. Yeah, I bong ripped that shit. Probably now I'd be like, what the fuck were you uh, thinking, thinking, thinking? You were doing. <laughs> yeah.
0: And but it's it's great because it revolutionized to let the the weed grow, genetics, this knowledge. We're at, like, a 90% acceptance rate in the United States for cannabis legalization. I think, you know, a lot of things are changing. Shout out to Brittany, you know, whatever her name was that got released from Russia. Mm-hmm. This bitch was about to take 10 years down for a vape cartridge. <laughs> Literally, for a vape cartridge. It was, like, Jeez. in the gulag or wherever the fuck she was. And she was going to get mad roughed, you know. Oh, and and they let her out and switched an arms dealer that was like killed millions of people.
1: I'm happy she got out. But that
0: shows you because if it was a decade before this, they would be like, leave that bitch oh, the yeah, thing. For sure. Nobody would have picked up the story. No, no one would have given a fuck. Yeah,
1: no, <laughs>
0: but I, because we're that far I, along, literally... Like, that was also a political move, so I believe, so the president trying in the efforts to keep, you know, that um, house and party that he's part of, uh, you know, with votes because it is For coming sure. down the line. You know, yeah. there's, like, too many states. I, I don't even know how many are left that aren't even medical.
1: It's got to be. I, I last count was thirty seven and going up, right? You know, like yeah. Missi- Mississippi and Alabama. I think just hit it. Montana hit it. So you're really, yeah. you get really, good, you're really getting <laughs> down yeah. to like the last <laughs> few. And, and a lot of those are medical,
0: but still they're. And, and each year it's like, so Arizona just made one point six billion dollars, and, <laughs> yeah, and Colorado incredible. made four point five billion dollars. It's like, what, they didn't have that money before cannabis. <laughs> All those schools, roads literally that got extra funding all those like sports programs or uniforms that you weren't going to get you were able to get now because that shit happened and don't realize how much that plant benefited like a lot of people in a lot of different ways which is great and still is and hopefully that like reefer madness Is completely dissolving.
1: (laughs) It's still there. You know, I'm curious to see how my kids grow up with it. I mean, obviously, they're even more, uh, you know, because, you know, they know the family business or whatever. Uh, But there's still, I think, even in our generation, like, you know, usually if you go smoke a joint, uh, you know, the moms, they'll pull out the wine, no big deal. But they'll go to the garage and smoke Uh, a joint still, right? So, so like, yeah, it's accepted. Nobody's tripping. They went to the garage. But why are not we just... Sure. Smoking the joint, hanging out. So, um, you know, I'm, I'm hoping the next generation that's coming up now. Oh, yeah. Because it wasn't legal in our whole lifetime. So yeah. I think there's this inclination, you know, even if you're you know, as, as pro weed as you could be, you know, we're talking about smoking 13, that's 32 uh, years ago, to, to like, hey, should I hide this? Should it be a thing? So even I think as a Gen Xer, you're getting used to it where I think, you know, this next generation coming up is—it's not oh, going to be—it's yeah. not going to be nearly as stigmatized, uh, even by any percent Absolutely. of the population.
0: Absolutely, right? and like, what's so dope? Obviously, the in-person experience and stuff, but I do see in the foreseeable future when it's legal and things like that, catalyst in the metaverse dispensaries. Oh, yeah. That, like, people could go in and order, and if it was in their state, well, it actually could be mailed to them if it was legal, and mm-hmm. then they could, like, fucking have it delivered right to the door. Imagine that that most likely will be in the, if our future for sure, you know? Probably. We'll,
1: we'll, we'll see. You know, you got to keep in mind, like, you go to Illinois, you go to Florida, these states are so monopolized by a few it's going to be hard to break down the interstate commerce. Obviously, California wants it because we got the best weed and we grow the most, and we've already been exporting. I think some of these states that are built on protectionism, uh, really, these guys aren't even. You know, I just was in Illinois. Um, you know, I'm paying 75 bucks for some boof-ass weed. Nice people at the dispensary. Uh, they're they don't want the competition. So, you know, they but, could even they but, can't even pass a
0: Let's interject something you just said. Who gives a fuck about the state thing? Once it's legal that state or you or whoever could be exporting it out of the United States to the world that doesn't get the dang shit genetics fucking stuff that we get
1: no 100% well look it's I think it's already happening you see kind of cookies is probably the big international name um front-running it
0: Is Cookies really doing international?
1: I know they sent some rights in Portugal and okay, and 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 they and uh, well, it's an interesting concept
0: because yeah, it's licensing it. Yeah, it's making it a fucking worldwide brand. Why not?
1: And the the last thing I want to do is you know publicly knock Cookies. They're a well-run company. Sure, I do think they're falling off just objectively a little bit in California. Uh Um, Goddamn, I shouldn't be doing. But I'm just going to say it how I no, feel. It's fine. No, fine. they're cool. Like, you it's uncensored. Res- yeah, 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 it's cool. Yeah, it's cool. Yeah. I'm friends with Burner, too. So I, I, I was going to say, he, I respect Burner. He's yeah. the OG in the game. He's, like, yeah. Yeah, before there was an influencer, you know, he's really the godfather.
0: I'm pissed I missed miss the <laughs> ego clash. <laughs> but, but
1: at the but at the end of the day, um, and look, you know, we're primarily a retailer. I see other products overtaking them. And then them as a retailer, Sure. you know, we're selling basically the same products. So why are you going to go into... And you know, I, I, and when I was carrying Cookies Weed, which I don't carry anymore because it wasn't really selling that good. Why we, you know we were selling I think back then for 75, probably be less now. They're selling it for 90. So why are you going to go into a, sure, right. a Cookies retail? But they have that international brand uh, cliche, and I think also you know whether it be Florida or these other states where everybody's kind of starting to infiltrate. That's Cali- it's from California. Yeah, they're going to be a, a powerhouse that it, it can't be messed with. Interestingly enough, you know you know and I don't know their books. I do think they've lost a little bit of the shine in, in California. No disrespect to the organization. Oh,
0: I mean, look, it's like, how, how do I explain it? When uh, Nathan's hot dogs and fries and shit first opened up in New York, like, it was the greatest, and for decades, like, you went, and it was the best fries and the best dogs no matter what you went or went to, and then it got bigger and bigger and bigger, and then there's corporate and bottom line and this and people making decisions and blah, 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 and this and that. And then those fries get cheaper.
1: Oh yeah. yeah, and
0: those lose that authentic, cool-ass taste they had ten or twenty years ago. And now you're tasting the re- the revised version. Well, the of other the, thing of is of like the conglomerate getting bigger. Twenty, you know?
1: twenty-five people grow, but you know, or more. Now, if you're international, it's probably fifty people are growing from or four cookies. So what's you know what's really going in the bag? Right. And, yeah. you know, I think our bud tenders uh, and what's been really successful is like, you know, when the grower comes out and seshes out with the bud tenders, I always say they're the biggest influence of the game, especially in our footprint. They want to know where it was grown and who grew it. And so, like, keeping that quality control and expanding is an interesting thing because sure. if you're going to expand and you're going to be everywhere in the country, you're not going to get the same grower. So you're going to get these yeah. little differentiators, yeah. oh, absolutely. right? Absolutely.
0: Uh, and the genetics. Right. Who is mm-hmm. to say that the phenotype is exactly what it was because – by state laws because it isn't federal it has to be propagated and made and done within the state now if you do tissue culture which is a whole different thing then it's at its 100% potency and things like that but now you're talking about uh, expensive process and legal deals that you have to have with them and then with the nursery and all these like levels to make sure you have a quality product out and then make sure that that's consistent so that overall and over time you know can be uh a problem but shout out to cultivated to our boys sergio and those guys who got some dope ass fucking genetics and nursery buds and stuff like that that we always love and enjoy
1: well the cool part for me is because i'm not a you know whatever you want to say a rival or a threat in that regard because i'm you know again primarily retailing sure i've been in pretty much every big grow that there is sure uh you know of every brand and they all have a different take on how they approach it absolutely whether it be the curing whether it be sure. how they run the water the newts, how they automate it how
0: it, quick it fucking does it for the bottom line not doing strains that are that if you did longer have more curative or this or you know whatever there's a lot of factors that go in why they cut a strain over another strain
1: right so it's funny i saw a thing from we were talking about beer bros earlier uh, they had an article today it's not going to be corn right so like you can mass produce a McDonald's cheeseburger. It's going to taste the same in Florida as it is in California pretty much, right? I don't know if cannabis is the same kind of thing because no. there is an art to it. It's, yeah. so, it's, so oh. u- it's so unique to the grower. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And then I've been really impressed by the growers that haven't chased the bottom line, and I've seen them successful, where some guys are like, fuck it. I don't want three pounds of light. I want two pounds of light, but I want quality. Yeah. And, I'm, and I'm willing to sacrifice weight and bottom line and then you always get this conflict of the money guys. I call them, you know, they think they're selling fucking widgets. This isn't yeah, widgets, it's yeah, weed. Yeah, 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 So yeah, all yeah. they're doing is X in, Y out. But it, do- mm-hmm. it isn't that simple. you got to win the culture no, and yeah. uh-huh. the, the zeitgeist of uh, the smoker. Is, yeah,
0: that, and that that is something that all these industries advertising this and all these things don't get it. They don't get it because... If you don't understand that this culture you can't wrap up in some educated ribbon and say this is how we have to advertise because it's all generations all generations smoke weed of all having different thoughts like us as a gen X over a millennial over this or that but what we all recognize is good weed crystal now we know about THC. Now we know about cannabinoids. And now we know about all these scientific things that, like,
1: well, let me say this. M-
0: millions of people didn't.
1: The THC testing is not, well, well it's, it's scientific on some level, but sure. it is nice to break it down yeah. the plant. Yeah. I, I actually always tell people, trust your nose and your senses. It's too bad that they, the THC testing became a thing because it turned into an sure. arms race sure. of THC, which isn't the but only. But that's because
0: of alcohol. They wanted to regulate it. Because the true reality is when it does go federally legal, there won't be these distributors in these states anymore. It will go to ABC Liquor and uh, all the liquor companies that warehouse uh, can, uh, liquor for everyone in the United States, Southern Wine and Spirits and shit like that. There's only maybe a dozen in the whole United States, that all the liquor that's in every supermarket and every bar and everything, they first were in a warehouse from one of those distributors. And from that fucking warehouse, it was put out. You understand? And, what, and um, that's why Oregon is run by the OLCC, Oregon Liquor Control Board. You notice that? In Washington, it's the OLCC, Colorado, OLCC. Now, where Cali was different, so we wouldn't let them fucking do that yet, (laughs) you know. In Nevada, they had a a big toss-up, actually, like lawsuits over whether the liquor control board was going to get in Nevada or not. So they kind of blocked it off and stuff, I think, for a mandated period of time. But once it goes legal, the government's just going to go with the people who they trusted for the past forever, (laughs) making sure they weren't backdooring free liquor or things like that and making sure the government gets their tax money on every fucking thing will be exactly what will happen with cannabis. Now, all these distributors are going to be lucky because all these very wealthy liquor distributors that run the (laughs) world's way to consume, you know, are going to fucking pay you good, you know, and pay you what you're worth for the most part, you know, or run you out of town. It'll be one or the other.
1: Well, I always tell people, you know, uh, like, you think there's money in the game now. And we've always, you know, had a chip on our shoulder. Maybe me is the the quintessential we because we never had the big money. So we've, you know, always scrapped our way politically to either win the license and then we just build with, you know, organically. You know, we raise a little bit, but we never had that banker money. But I think it's made us – Stronger, but the money that's out there is money. But the FU money, like the liquor companies and the Bayer, whoever yeah, comes in, yeah, 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 tobacco, they like yeah. a, a billion to them is like a f- <laughs> right, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, yeah. and what you could do with that in this game right now is crazy. So, um, you know, I, look as an ideology, I, I, I'm a huge proponent of federal legalization, should have never been made illegal. It's only this hundred year period or so that cannabis has even been frowned upon. Um, you know, you yeah. touched on Reefer Madness, and yeah. there's a whole history behind that. Yeah. But it's really just this hundred year period that we're gonna look back on and be like, the fuck were we thinking, right? Yeah. Um but Full legalization is going to bring all sorts of other just stuff. Just like
0: if you watch all the old like Western movie that like where the prohibition was and the people in the streets like, don't go in, yeah. God will kill you. Like, you, know, like, you know, like they had you know, I guess prohibition of alcohol is, I think probably even worse. You know what I mean? But
1: well, well I I tell people I'm pretty confident that Jesus used, uh, you know, whether you believe he's a son of God or not, he's pretty, he, you know, he's from the Isim tradition, sure. and they use cannabis, right? And I'm sure as part of the healing ointment. Cannabis was always, yep. uh, you know, part of that. Absolutely. Right? So, it, 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 you know, it we all know
0: from historically the reason why it was illegal was bureaucracy and the Hearst family and certain things like that. So, like, when you get break down to the reality, it was politics and it was paper over and cotton yeah. and things that were of that era was part of the Industrial Revolution that that caused a major kink. Pe- people. to what the flow of that was going to be.
1: People forget that, you know, everybody's focused on the THC, smokable part of cannabis. You know, hemp, the Mayflowers, hemp, right? Yeah. The, the cover wagons, hemp. The oil on the wheels, hemp, right? Yeah. And then I do think, you know, originally it was the hearse and the paper issue, and then once they kind of figured it out, you know, in the 60s or 70s, Nixon has a report on this, but they wanted to shake down people of color, and uh-huh. hippies, and, yeah. and, and keep the war on yeah. drug going. And the disinformation uh you know wasn't was intentional we have those viper yeah. madness pictures up at our office they're fucking crazy <laughs> it's it's basically like white women being accosted by an african-american man or like your girl's gonna become a sex crazed. you know and it's like i don't know where they got this or yeah. what study but yeah. it was just a uh yeah. scare but i actually think that's bad so then you spoke weed when you're 13 and you're like oh they lied to me about everything Like, it's not that big of a a, a thing. But it is an interesting uh, history. And, again, since it's never been illegal, say my daughter who's 14 really in in her life, at least as an adult, or that she's going to be able to remember, you know, hopefully it won't be any stigma at all. It will just be, you know, part of, you know, some other thing you're allowed to do when you're an
0: adult. But it's going to take a – it will change or keep growing, which is a great thing about the plant. But you can't take away, like, all the, like – moms and this that like frown against other moms that like you said don't mind having a a glass of wine but god forbid you pull out a joint you're like a horrible mother right like there's still that going on all the time you know
1: well and then they still cover i laugh like okay yeah maybe somebody took edibles and they didn't know how to take them and they took them accidentally and they freaked out that's not a story how many drunk people die a year crashed their car or beat their wife and that's just not covered because it's part of the the culture right so and then thc toxicity is a real thing uh it's super rare but again it's covered when like there's way more conditions of, of alcohol so they, the the hyper coverage of the minimal impact that the plant has you know is still being done today because the debate isn't fully settled it feels fully settled um but you know to this day because of local control i go to a meeting and you know they're gonna pass a cannabis order it's gonna pass right it's got a majority of support then you forget oh fuck these people are still fucking here it's gonna kill the kids you know it's a gateway drug and they'll show up at the meetings and like you know and, and now you know i've been to 40 local fucking control meetings maybe more uh about you know when they're gonna legalize it and then you like by the 40th one you're like god damn these motherfuckers are still here so that those people are are out there i don't know how what percent they are but they're out there
0: yeah no there are and that's the sad thing and that's what is gonna take the full legalization and a good period of time. Within a decade, people won't think twice about it, uh, that it was ever illegal. You know what I mean? But it takes time for things to wither and age away and become acceptable that's been so doused in not being acceptable.
1: That's why humans you know? That's why humans die. Uh, I mean, if we're being <laughs> yeah, like, you yeah. know, and, and, and look, you could look, you know, take it beyond cannabis, if, if humans didn't die, Uh, there'd be all sorts of things that didn't change you know most of the things sprout from the younger culture and then uh you know people grab a hold of what we think is good because people are set in their ways you know so i call them unevolved baby boomers uh even though a lot of them were hippies and smoke weed there's still a lot of them alive but imagine you know and i don't say this in a cruel way but i imagine everybody you know 80 today is dead in you know 10-ish years and everybody who's Eleven today is 21 in 10 years. yeah, that's a lot different fucking voting in oh, a population right? yeah wow. and I
0: think a lot of elections and things like that they're being stupefied by the uprisal of like kids and that are just mailing in votes and knowing they could do things easily and like use the technology that we have today and when they really, really fucking have it where it's truly digital, And you're, like, putting your eyeball on a thing or your fingerprint or whatever and anybody from your phone or whatever can vote and it'll be, like, something simple like that. That's going to fuck up politics in every fucking way possible.
1: Well, to me, the politicians are basically method actors, though. They're, they're, They're not really... Most of the shit they say and why I get frustrated with the progressives is they claim to be progressives on X, Y, and Z, and then they pass policy that is the reverse of progressive, and then they're always controlled by, you know, some special interest, whatever it be, or multiple special interests. So the money's really running the yeah. game. And the guy who's in the seat, he's just part of a uh, a political machine. You know, we know a lot about the local politics because we're only big enough to fuck, fuck around there. But I'm sure at the Fed it's even, you know, sicker, more ridiculous. Oh, yeah. Uh, you know, fuck you money going into the
0: oh, sure.
1: into the system. So, like, the guys out – I mean, I did a post today in, uh, uh, about – Illinois, you know, we got two licenses out there, and and the licenses they issued were for social equity. But let's, why did they issue those? To give people a leg leg up that were affected, uh, you know, on the war on drugs. Who holds the original licenses? The fucking oligarchs. The nine. Sure. What are their licenses? Two hundred ten thousand square feet of canopy Would they give to the social equity? Five thousand. So it's economies of scale. They can't compete. And those licenses aren't medical, so they've cut off a heart, a, a huge segment of the marketplace and they didn't really make it so they had to compete, but Mr. Woke So, uh, so
0: I have a question. Yeah. Are you that's in Chicago, but yeah. or in Illinois. In California, um Bud isn't designated for whether it's recreational or that well, medical do they
1: well so they made they made it hard so well there's an mmid card which is really fucking hard to get right and then you don't have to pay any
0: tax and what is the mmid explain that to me
1: you got to go through a bunch of steps to get it it's got to be approved by the state i think there's like 1200 in the whole state right and then you don't have to pay the tax it's intentionally made hard and then in a few cities like long beach by the way, the state taxes at the most is like 40% out of the doors. Long Beach, you could pay six at the municipal if you're medical and not eight. The big differentiator is how much you could buy, right? So, of course. Uh, you could buy, you know, an ounce of flour if you're a rec, eight ounces if you're medical, you know, the, the, the concentrate is clear. Uh, yeah.
0: How much oil? Yeah. It's kind of iffy. Like, could I walk out with a QP if I was a car holder or no?
1: We we do it at 32 grams. I see okay. some guys at 50 grams. The way it's written is what it would, what eight ounces would break down into. So it's left to some interpretation. Sure. 32 is a fucking lot. Let's be honest. Right. <laughs> 32 one gram babes is, is a lot. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, we see those sales when we're We run big sales sometimes, and we'll see guys cracking 32. And then, you know, we were talking before we got on SB34. We give away about 600 bucks in those bags, and the vets line up. It's actually one of probably my favorite things that I do. Uh, You know, you get a big uh, cross-section of people. I love the old dudes with gray beards for some reason. Oh, yeah. Uh, And and then, you know, they got to get medicaled up so they can leave with that $600 bag, or there's a a limit. But they've made it intentionally hard uh, to get a card, and then the MMID is the only exemption from the state and the local tax. But you know, in a population of whatever we have, I don't even know the twenty billions and millions. What's 20,
0: what's the main differentiator uh, that makes you um, applicable to having one of those cards?
1: I, I you have to go through a process, and, I, and honestly, I don't have this. I don't know the specific process, but I think it has to be an approved position, a physician, then get approved by the state. The medical, you know, was back to the 215 days where you're like, bro, I don't sleep good. My back hurts. Fucking write me a script. Sure, sure. The doctor hits your knee. You're in and out in five minutes. You know, we we're yeah. talking now. There's guys that do it online. It's basically like, you know, whatever. My, my take on this whole medical rec debate is it's fucking stupid anyway. Like, where is the line um, drawn, right? Like, what's medical? What's rec? Sure. So, if you have anxiety, you smoke weed. That's medical, right? I, I, I like to smoke weed at night to unwind and sleep. That's fucking medical. Of course, the stage four cancer guy is, is, is medical. And yeah. Yeah, sometimes you smoke weed for fun. But to me, it's all medical, right? Uh, that's, I believe that too. Yeah, and then, you know, how they, yeah. de, how they define it.
0: Or it, if you're going in excess of what is medically recommended and are surpassing that for you as a person, then I would say it's recreational.
1: Yeah, but that's, out. you know, what? You, opioids, you have pain, sure. right? Yeah. Sleep meds. Uh, yeah. Anything that's not Schedule 1 that's Schedule 3, you could say that for. Fucking if you eat too many cheeseburgers, <laughs> you have to eat to live, so that's sustenance, but if you eat six of them, that's bad for you too, right? Sure. I, obviously, sure. over-smoking sure. weed is not, and, and look, we know that probably. We have a love for the cheeseburgers. There's, so. But there's sure. there's definitely people I've, I know out there that are more, uh, I'm not one of those, but are way more functional Uh, you know, if, if they, if they, you know, smoke cannabis and or dab or whatever their, their thing is. And our rules are real basic. Just come in and handle your shit. And there's plenty of guys, you know, I'm an espresso in the morning and cannabis at night. There's plenty of guys that dab in the morning and come in and they handle their shit. And they probably dab during the day. I think pretty much almost all our bud tender staff, I think we do have a policy but whatever. Our real policy is like, don't do it near the store. Don't come back smelling like a fucking Sure. yeah, and don't sure, get too fucking sure. high, right? Uh, so that's you know. But again, well, that's a good
0: policy. Yeah. And and, and while we're while we're talking about that, for all those that'll be listening and checking out this great episode that we have with you, why don't you give everybody the locations of the Catalyst stores <laughs> so that that are currently so, around?
1: Oh, this is going to be a tough one. But I got, we have fourteen. I'll just rattle them quick. Uh, four in Long Beach, uh, one in Bellflower, Santa Ana, Pomona, Hemet. Uh, out in near Palm Desert, uh, San Bernardino, one up in marinas. there only one up in Northern California. Fuck, I'm going to leave some. People are going to be like, you left their store out in LA. Oh, El Monte is a little cracker. Uh, we got two in South LA. Um, in fact, uh, you know, I was going to go look at the ones. We're going to open three next month. Uh, Silver Lake, uh, Mid-City, Oxnard. So we, we have. Four.
0: Oxnard's dope. That's kind of cool.
1: Real That'd be dope p- up there. Yeah. yeah. Real you got
0: to in Thousand Oaks.
1: Yeah, we're trying. So we're up we, here. There's
0: a dope one there, but there's only one, so you'd have no comp- no competition sure. except for them.
1: Well, so so they just issued another 200 licenses in LA, and without getting too deep into it, I, you know, we're in talks with a lot of people. And the cool part about those licenses, you can go anywhere in LA, and I'm telling people like, let's take this to the Valley, right? Yeah, f- yeah of course. All the Travers, you know, the Valley's good, <laughs> and and you know, everybody right. wants to focus on you know the really, you know, we were looking at a property because Brett went. I'm like, fuck all that, man. Go to the you know, go to the valley. And, and to me, the, the, you know, the demographic that smokes the mo- most weed, this is generalizing, is, you know, working class people. Sure. Uh, and, and uh, you know, that are, and that's really, I think our brand appeals to them anyway, because instead of spending 600 bucks, they spend 450 bucks sure. at a catalyst store. And, you know, that's kind of who we're trying to be. And then our menu's, you know, really up to date and has everything you would want to need. Whereas, you know, we like the soccer mom. Um, by the way, my wife smokes a of weed. Uh, But generally, you know, they smoke a little bit less. Uh, Maybe they smoke a vape every two weeks. We try to appeal to everybody. We want grandma, too. We want them all. But the real smokers, you know, tend to be, uh, you know, this is a huge generalization, you know, not, you know, more working class, more, uh, you know, tend to be a little younger. And and that seems to be the demographic that for whatever reason our message is appealing
0: to. Of course. And that's great. And I'm, I'm glad that you're rocking it. Is there a website for people to check out, or what are the main ways to find out where you are and what's <laughs> we up?
1: We do have a website. I think it's probably www.catalyst, catalyst, but uh, not my department. If you Google it, you'll uh, uh, you'll find them. Uh, right. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. We, I was telling them on the way in. It's you know we we basically have you know next to nothing as far you, as the marketing Instagram department. Your Instagram is
0: easy because it's Catalyst CEO Catalyst or Catalyst CEO Catalyst uh, underscore CEO. CEO yeah, yeah, yeah. I usually
1: drop deals and stuff on there. Uh, and just kind of keep everybody uh, abreast so just de facto I kind of you, you can the face. you
0: can pin on the Instagram, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know what you should do you should have a make like a photo and it just lists current stores and have every store and Pin it to your top of your Instagram and then everybody would know which ones are avail- around to go into you know
1: In- Interesting my one concern is this and I have stores on their fourth or fifth iteration of their page You
0: think you get banned if you do that?
1: Well, so I'm definitely shadow banned I've almost been taken down a few times. I got down for one day, I got it back up. But the, you know, like I never say 40% off. I always say, oh, yeah, sure. I always say fat hookup. I never say, I try, I'll say weed a little bit, but like the customers kind of know I'm talking in code. And then I think even this political stuff is added to so the –
0: so, let, so let's define some code for my listeners. So the fat hookup, oh, yeah, yeah. the fat <laughs> hookup, the P H A T <laughs> fat hookup <laughs> is 40
1: I mean it depends, but like you know, I'll need to give me the
0: levels. Where's the ten? What do we call the ten? The ten (laughs) percent offer.
1: (laughs) That that that's a that's a good question. I think I'll like you know. (laughs) Hey, we're running a a big hookup today. I think that's probably one hookup.
0: The hookup is (laughs) ten. Okay, that means we're we're gonna help you out. Then, we like, got you, my brother. If it's, ridic-
1: yeah. if it's ridiculous, bigger, whatever, super fat hookup. Yeah, super yeah, fat. yeah, I don't think we have, like, an actual scale, but... Sure, we, should,
0: sure. we should have, like, four. We're going to come up with four <laughs> official sayings yeah. that are quoted, and everybody would know what that was the deal. But on here, we could just say, yo, 10% off, 15, 20, 40.
1: Yeah, pretty cool what we're doing that. No at all the locations, I think, except four, we're running... Uh, uh, 25% off, which we're already, you know, running on super small margins all the way to Christmas. Sure. And this oh, is,
0: dope. To Christmas. That's and we've, cool. been,
1: we've been running it now for like week, week and a half. So we're taking a beating on the margins. And then I got to balance, uh, you know, getting the Christmas bonuses out to everybody, which we just launched out and, you know, make sure everybody's fed. But we, yeah, know, we yeah. know this holiday season is getting a little bit uh, tight for everybody. So sure. we just like to give it back to the people the best we can. And, and, you know, I think a lot of this idea that the margin has to be there. Uh, You know, uh, and you know it's funny. My CFO, super cool dude, uh, he says he's a convert, right? Uh, Because originally, when he came in, he kept margin, 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 right? And I'd be like, Nah, nah, nah. Let's go the other way, right? And so, uh, you know, we did it because it's kind of what we believe in. But there's also something to it, right? Now you're getting the volume purchases, you're doing higher volume, but it's on smaller margin. And then the cool part is the customer leaves happy as shit, and you develop that uh, customer loyalty. You know, especially kind of like we talked about the real smokers, right? Yeah, Those are yeah, the, yeah.
0: It, it, and especially ones that live in the area and it's convenient. Do you have delivery also, like around the area, or no, or how's that work?
1: We don't do any delivery okay. yet. Okay. Any, yet we did do a little bit, but honestly, it's a whole other business. Yeah, it,
0: right. It could be a whole another headache on top of the headache. But something possibly in the future.
1: No, I think we're definitely going to bolt it on. So okay, you know, we have eighteen undeveloped locations. Um, which you know each one's like a milli to open we don't have even close to that kind of sure, money sitting sure, around. Sure, sure, So sure. like the games open three or four get a couple more open meanwhile, you know We're applying in these municipalities because the local control uh, to get more so our first objective is always to get uh, The footprint built out and then if we could ever conquer that objective or one day um, You know what's kind of cool is the scoreboard Everybody looked at us we have I've had the same kind of you know just because we were right before doesn't mean we're gonna be right going forward but you know, what I said would happen in 2016 and what I was, you know, yelling at the New York bankers about, we got laughed out of a lot of rooms, right? Um, the cool thing that's happening, we should open seven more by May, uh, you know, three in January. At some point, it's like, you guys are fucking dumb. Look at the scoreboard. Yeah. Like, like, you might think I'm talking shit on Instagram or I'm a little crazy or whatever. So, you know, we are hoping, I don't need the fuck you money to make this thing work, but it'd be nice to get a decent sure. raise institutional money should sure. just really start hitting this footprint uh hard, you know.
0: Yeah, man, and keep manifesting that shit out there and, and it shall happen, right? Cuz you're doing a good thing. You got all these stores. If you weren't working with a model that works, you wouldn't be adding all these other, you know, locations. Um I wanted to touch into like politics and this and all these other things, so we'll have to definitely have you come back at another time or uh like we talked about maybe uh syndicate some stuff you know from the catalyst uh media section and shit like that but uh it was great uh having you come on any uh shout outs to any friends or family out there
1: i'll give a shout out to my uh girl Canada Anna and the four uh, little ones and uh appreciate you man shout out for having having us on we appreciate it we were just driving around popped in this was way better than uh uh you know i had in mind so uh you got your shit together here it looks great oh uh, yeah. yeah
0: and uh ty anything you wanted to say out there
1: i'm just high and i appreciate you coming
0: on thank you brother we'll definitely have more updates from catalyst let you know what's going on but it is a dope dope group of uh dispensary retails out there they uh definitely pick some good products for you to check out and uh definitely compete out there and make sure you get the best bang for your buck so check out catalyst when you come into cali and if you're already here You are listening to Haze, and you know what that means. If we tell you it's good, let's go on and fucking check it out. All right, see you guys. Peace. You're listening to. Radio Network, Cannabis Lifestyle Radio.